Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host Elias Rouse. Today we're discussing Travis Scott's new Astro World album, his third album in his lineup over the past uh, couple of years. I believe it's been uh, three, three, four years. Um, third album by Grand Hustle Records, Epic Records, and Cactus Records. So uh, my my history with Travis Scott, just as anyone else, he's just only in the past, I think, five to six years really become a superstar uh, fanatic, fandom, way up there, big money, big money millionaires, dating, having babies with billionaires. Uh, it, yeah, it. this guy has become one of uh, the superstars of the 21st century. Um, didn't see it happening. But very glad it did. He has a unique style that um, it's very difficult to match. That can be in, it can be contributed a little bit by Kanye West, which I'm a little bit hesitant to even mentioning in this podcast anymore. He's he's really dug himself a hole. But um, Travis Scott has uh, bloomed out of everything. Um, good money kind of deteriorated at, at. Um, and I think that this album really secures more grounding in Travis Scott's future um bringing you know uh unique hip hop to the uh to the forefront cuz i mean you, when you hear Travis Scott you know it's Travis Scott i mean there's 110 different sound ra- soundcloud rappers that you can all say oh that's little something little something little little who triple x this triple x that um Travis Scott, everyone knows it's Travis Scott. So, I just want to go over a couple of uh, the the top songs I heard on his album. I went through the entire Astro World album and was uh, kind of just trying to pick some of the songs that really stuck out to me. I'm not going to really go into any detail about you know his personal life and all of that. Kind of like we did in the Drake review, we we went into some uh, a little bit of detail about his um, personals. Um, but I don't think we necessarily need that for this review, so we're going to just keep it to the simples and uh, the, the simple basics of what the songs are and what, what we think might be the next Kiki, do you love me, you know, do you need me, all that. Um, uh, people are already done with half the Drake album because they, they killed it on all other forms of social media. I mean, you can't go anywhere without hearing Kiki. Um, so, yeah, here is uh, my top list from... Uh, top to bottom of the songs that I thought really stuck out to me. Um, Stargazing. Um, I, I thought Stargazing was a great opening song. It uh, kind of it definitely sets the tone of what, what, is, what it's going to be. One thing I did notice in most of his songs is that almost all of the songs have about two to three uh, 180 key shifts. I mean, they literally turn a foot and turn into another song halfway through the song. So yeah, I really thought that Stargazing was uh, a good song, good opening song. I, not even just the, the opening. I uh, I think it really sets the tone for what the album is showing. I mean, it looks like everyone's you know going having fun at this uh, 
Astro World circus looking place on his album. It kind of uh, it, it it's unique. It's it's uh, I can't remember. It's kind of like future punk sort of future hip hop punk. I don't know what 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 exactly the categorization is, but um, if I can find it, I'll, I'll add it in. But the other song I really thought really worked was um, R.I.P. Screw. I think that this one really came through. So having Sway Lee in the background is who I believe who you're hearing. Um, it really sets the tone, kind of uh, the the chorus. You know what we're feeling. You know how we're supposed to be bobbing our head. You know how, how we're supposed to be feeling the music. And I think that he really sets a good tone. And um, I like when Travis Scott works with uh, artists that have you know that that key tone and key shift. So uh, the next song I, I was really impressed by was uh, No Bystanders. Um, this was a good song to place around the middle of the album, and I really thought that this, um, it, it, it worked. So yeah, I, I think this is a good song that uh, he needs to have on there because it's more traditional standard rap. Because, I mean, you can't just drop an album like this and then uh, expect everyone to, you know, hop on this kind of spacey, airy feelings of uh, all this other uh, hip-hop and rap. I mean, what he does is he he, <clears throat> he intertwines hip-hop and rap with like this um, euphoric um, space uh, operatic feeling, as what I would say. I would just like... He, he, it's kind of wondrous a little bit at parts and then other parts it's uh he'll go in and he'll go hard and be like he'll bring the 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 piano in or the the organ in or dun 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 and it, it the the different key shifts and tone shifts and just uh how how he forms his music is very unique so i i think that it works so on to the next song i thought that uh the next song that really stuck out to me was astro thunder Just the beat that he has laying behind Astro Thunder is one of the more memorable beats from the album. Um, he has producers all throughout the album, so he doesn't have like a set standard uh, producer on on this one specifically. So I just uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's, it's it's a good one. You see? Can you hear the space? yeah you can hear that in the background so he's got like some space feelings in the background so um i call it space feelings i don't really know how else to say it but um if there's a better uh word for it or something like that but the the next song that really really stuck out to me this might be my kiki it's it's either this one or a, a one a little bit lower down but this is yosemite So I love the guitar in the background that is intertwined with the beat. It's kind of old school and it, 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 it gives a unique sound. Kevin Gates is kind of doing some guitar work with some of his music as well. This kind of has a butterfly effect sound to it. His, uh, his song. 
So yeah, I thought that uh, Yosemite is a, a, an effective song to put uh, toward the end. I mean, it really, it really hypes it up. It gets you in the mood, and you understand what wh where he's kind of coming from, and you know what we're supposed to be feeling, what we're supposed to be vibing to, because that's what we're supposed to be doing. The next song is called "Who What." So I thought that this this song is one of the hard ones that's going to come in, and it, this might be the other Kiki that we got to keep an eye on. Um, but the thing about Travis Scott is he never really has you know you know the big bangers. You know he might drop one or two, like I think Butterfly Effect. He dropped that like maybe a year ago, so he's had Astro World in the making for that long. So we uh, got to keep an eye. I, I know he already dropped three more songs today. Um, or, or the day of Astro World dropping, so you, you just gotta keep an eye on it. So uh, one of the last songs on it So it's kind of like a classic vibe. you hear that? It's uh, coffee bean by Travis Scott. It's got this you know the Yeah, uh, like you can kind of hear, it's just kind of more of a classic beat. It's not too spacey. It's not. It's a little different from the rest of his songs. It uh, it keeps the vibe going, and it's nice, nice way to vibe out on. So I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, check us out on Lucky Dog Podcast on SoundCloud, YouTube, and all the other popular podcast apps. Support us at PayPal.me/LuckyDogPodcast. Check us out. All the other information we need to you need to know is in the notes. Thank you for listening, and take it easy.